Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the On My Mind podcast. I'm your host, Ava Jules. It is so good to be here. Today's a little bit of a different vibe because it's currently midnight. I've only done a few late night episodes before, and I always doubt doing them in the moment because I am just like, my thoughts get so scattered. It's like when you're having a sleepover and it gets to that point in the sleepover where you are delusionally tired. Your brain just goes all over the place. That's kind of how I feel right now. I don't know. I've kind of been putting off recording this episode for a while and I thought that the nighttime vibe would serve me well here because I don't know. I just feel like it's very cozy and I'm just sitting here very sleepy, but I feel very calm. It's a Friday night. (laughs) I ate leftover pasta for dinner. Didn't really leave my apartment. Did I leave my apartment at all today? Yeah, I left once to go pick up some groceries. But other than that, super eventful Friday, crazy Friday night. (laughs) And now I'm about to like hop on here and have this therapy session. So, you know, it's definitely a wild weekend over here. I wouldn't have it any other way though. To be honest, my apartment is such a mess right now and it's stressing me out. And I've actually heard of this before. It's called productive procrastinating. It's like toxic productivity in a way where say you have all these things to do, but you keep putting it off. So say you have a homework assignment due and you need to obviously get it done. But instead of procrastinating by say watching TV or scrolling on your phone, You're doing productive tasks like doing laundry or doing little chores, but you're still procrastinating doing what's actually important. I feel like that's what I've been doing all day today. I've been doing really pointless tasks almost and just pushing off things that I actually need to do. And I actually don't even know what I'm talking about anymore because my apartment's still a mess. So clearly something didn't go right there. I feel like we are not off to a great start with this episode here. Okay, you know what? I wanna do the segment where I talk about what my favorite thing is right now. Oh my goodness, I discovered the most amazing thing. This is a food product. I don't think I've had a food favorite yet on here. It's the Annie's fruit roll-ups, but they're called fruit tapes, I think. So you know how when you were younger, we'd always have like fruit roll-ups during snack time or whatever. I haven't had a genuine, authentic (laughs) fruit roll-up in so long. There's no way those are good for you but those tasted so good. I remember being obsessed with them and always frantically like slurping that whole thing down because, oh my gosh, it's basically like candy. I just have such vivid memories from childhood eating fruit roll-ups, especially in school. Haven't had one in years. And the other day I thought about it. And then when I was at Whole Foods, I was in the snack section and I noticed that the brand Annie's had their version of a fruit roll-up, it's called fruit tape. Oh, when I tell you I ate the whole box in like three days by myself, (laughs) I went a little ham. I already got my second box, this time I'm pacing myself. I just needed to replenish my body on the fruit roll-up fix. I needed to get my fix because I haven't had it in years and I was so excited. Plus, Annie's is like a better alternative, I feel like. Annie's just has such amazing things. Their mac and cheese hits, their snacks hit. I just love the brand Annie's. They're doing something right. I recently discovered the fruit tape. I'm now obsessed with it. I got my second pack from Walmart, or not from Walmart, from uh, Target today. If you wanna try it out, if you have an itch to eat a fruit roll up, try this one out. It is so, so good. 
and it's like the adult version i feel like but i also feel like a kid when i'm eating it and you know what you gotta fuel your inner child guys speaking of fueling my inner child the other day i went to the beach with my best friend which was really nice because we haven't really spent the day together like that in a while and you know sometimes when you go to the beach it's a chill vibe Maybe you're just like laying out, enjoying the sun. Sometimes you'll go for a casual swim. Personally, I'm the type of person where I will never not swim when I go to a beach. I know people who will go to a beach and not go in the water, but I feel like I always go in the water. I just have to, you know what I mean? But anyway, this time was a little bit different because <laughs> I probably spent about an hour rolling around in the sand, probably looking really stupid but I just didn't care. It felt so good. And my inner child was definitely healing during that moment. I don't know. There's something so fascinating about, uh, I don't know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to hop into that. I was literally about to say, there's something so fascinating about sand because I always think about how many sand particles, how much sand is there in the world? Like, what's the number? I feel like the number is so big that it doesn't even exist. Isn't it crazy how numbers are infinite? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, this is why I don't record at midnight. Fun fact, I was thinking about making a dirty Shirley. I have not had a Shirley Temple in so long. I was thinking about that because I have been getting tagged in a lot of Shirley Temple TikToks, which if you have done that, shout out to you. I love you. I love that you guys know that I love Shirley Temples. I haven't had one in a while. I don't know why. I kind of just forgot about it. For me, I will get very obsessed with something and then randomly forget it exists <laughs> and then rediscover it. So I really need to start making them again because they are so good. I actually want to try making them with tequila. I was thinking about that because I know typically when you make a dirty Shirley, you make it with vodka. And I was wondering how it would taste with tequila in it. Anyway, I was thinking about having one before I recorded this. I was like, I'm either gonna, maybe I should drink one of those or maybe I'll <laughs> pop open a, a seltzer. And I was like, Ava, this is already going to be all over the place as it is. You need to genuinely chill out and just record normally because if i had alcohol in my system right now oh that would be interesting that might be an interesting podcast episode to do one day hmm let me know what you think about that that could be fun or dangerous <laughs> on that topic i've always thought about doing a truth or drink with one of my friends who like also does youtube because i feel like most of my friends and I are 21 now and I was like, oh my gosh, I wonder if we'd ever do like a truth or drink video. But I don't know if that would be out of character for me because I feel like the persona, not the persona, I don't want to say that, but I feel like the way I present myself online and on the internet, that would just, I feel like that would throw people off. Like me getting lit, getting drunk on camera just does not match the vibe I give off on the internet. It's so funny because... It's not that I'm not being myself on the internet and it's not like in real life I'm a crazy drinker. Like I'm really not. I don't go out super often and I don't do like whatever super often. But it's funny because it's not that I'm putting on a show on camera or anything. But I would say maybe 40 to 60% of myself is shown online. Anywhere between there. Never zero. Never a hundred which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing. For me, I really value privacy in my life and even in my personal life. There's things that only I know that I never tell anyone. And obviously online, I want to have a good balance of letting my personality shine and sharing stuff, but also, you know, having things that are just for me. I just feel like 
at this point with the type of content that I post and stuff, I feel like people would be so confused if I was like doing a truth or drink and suddenly I am faded on camera. But I also feel like knowing you guys, because you guys are the best and the most supportive and fun people ever, you guys would be like hyping me up. So who knows? Maybe we'll do that one day. Not now because I'm an extreme lightweight. And say I am like two shots into this truth or drink episode, I would be on the floor, (laughs) which it's a blessing and a curse to be a lightweight because on one hand, I don't have to spend a lot of money. You know what I mean? But on another it can be it's a sticky situation I don't know it's a win-lose but I feel like mostly it's a win and I have no shame in saying that I am indeed a lightweight at this point in my life I really am and you know what I think 16 17 year old me would think that at 21 I would just be this crazy party animal and I'm not (laughs) I wonder if she would be confused or like disappointed I don't think I'm not disappointed I feel like I have a good balance I don't go out super often but sometimes I do and it's fun. It's just funny because when you're a teenager and you're dreaming of the day that you're 21, especially in the US, if you don't live in the US, I know the legal drinking age is much younger. I think in some countries it's 18, but in the US, when you're a teenager, you dream of being 21 and going out, you think you're just gonna be this crazy party animal and some people are, go off, go you. No judgment from me ever. I support you. But for me personally, I'm just not like that. So it's always funny thinking about how I thought my life would look like when I was going to be 21 versus how it looks like now. Can we also talk about the fact that I am going to be 22 soon? (gasps) That is insane. To me, when you're 21, you're still obviously you're an adult because you're an adult officially when you turn 18. But there's something about 22 that I am just like, holy shit, I am actually in my 20s now. Yes, I've been in it for a while, but 22 to me, oh my gosh, I can't even imagine myself being 22. I definitely feel mature in so many ways, but there's also a big part of me that still feels like a teenager. But obviously not because I go, I was not emotionally stable when I was a teenager. (laughs) I was so different back then, but I, I don't know. I don't feel like a 21 and a half year old or like an almost 22 year old. It's just funny. I I thought I would by this point in my life have all of my shit together and I so clearly do not. And it might seem like I do, but I really don't. I don't think anyone fully knows what they're doing. I feel like so many of us are just winging it and taking it step by step, day by day. That's kind of what I'm doing. I feel like life is kind of just a figure it out along the way as you go And something that I've learned recently is that you could listen to so many people's advice on how to live your life, how to navigate certain situations, whatever it is, words of wisdom that other people might speak to you. And in my experience, I've noticed that no matter what advice someone gives to me, I don't fully learn it or absorb that. Like you have to just learn things for yourself sometimes. And obviously in a dream world, it would just be so easy and nice to have people give you all of their advice because everyone has different experiences and different wisdoms and knowledge and pieces of advice to give. It'd be so easy to just take in what everyone has to say and truly have it soak in and what's the word I'm looking for? For it to fully register in your own head. I just feel like you have to learn things for yourself. And a prime example of this, whenever I feel like I give out boy advice to people. I could be spitting 
facts about how to navigate a certain situation with a guy, but I feel like everyone truly has to experience certain things. You know, I could tell someone who's in high school, who's going through boy trouble, here's what to do to best navigate this situation. And you just have to, they have to go through it themselves before that advice actually settles in. Like you just have to learn things for yourself sometimes. So basically what I'm trying to say here is I don't even know because I don't even know how we got to this point. I haven't even officially started the episode yet. This is why I don't do late night recordings often. So I don't know if this is a sign that I need to do more or less because there is absolutely no structure to this. And I feel like most of my episodes do. Speaking of, for a while, I feel like I stopped doing episodes like this. When I initially started my podcast, I feel like the first few episodes were very me just talking, kind of inspirational advice, therapy vibes. And lately I've been doing a lot of story time episodes, which have been so fun, definitely more on the entertaining side, but I haven't really done an episode like this in a while. And I think for some time now, I've kind of stopped doing these just because first of all, sometimes it's really hard to sit here, especially as someone who does a solo podcast, you know, there's no one to bounce off of or have chats or back and forth with, it's truly all just coming from my head, which is, if you think about it, I go, is is this a bad thing that I can literally talk to myself for an hour straight? Because <laughs> that's what I'm doing. You know, I'm not, I'm technically talking to someone, but in this moment, I am literally alone in a room talking into a microphone. So that's something that kind of stopped me from doing these episodes for a little bit because sometimes approaching doing a 45 minute to an hour of talking into a mic can be kind of daunting, but I really want to lean more into these types of episodes again. Another reason I kind of stopped doing these inspirational advice and just therapy vibe, I guess, podcast episodes, just literally speaking from my mind and from my heart and just putting it all out there, not really having a topic. I feel like the reason I stopped doing that mainly is because it's truly letting you know, someone else into my head to a certain extent, obviously, because it's not like I'm laying it all out there. I go, come on now. No, no, no. But I am laying out a pretty big portion of myself, my mind, my thoughts, my heart, which is kind of scary sometimes because I don't know. I worry about how people might perceive it sometimes. Sometimes I worry about maybe saying something and someone takes it the wrong way, not the way I intended it, or even just worry about maybe saying too much. Because sometimes I get very comfortable, especially on the podcast, which is funny because I sometimes I feel more comfortable talking about stuff on the podcast than I do on YouTube. I just think it's because there's no video aspect to it maybe. I don't know. I kind of want to find my groove with doing these episodes again and kind of intersperse them in between the fun episodes. You know, obviously the kind of theme of my whole podcast is whatever I feel like talking about. And tonight was just one of those nights where I really wanted to have a one-on-one chat, kind of a one-sided chat because you cannot talk back. You are just listening. So if you are just listening, thank you for listening to my thoughts. We're about to get into it. I promise. Thank you for giving me the freedom to talk about whatever on my podcast. Sometimes it's fun stuff. Sometimes it's, you know, a little bit deeper. Sometimes it's a therapy session, a little bit of venting. You never know what you're going to get. All right. How do I properly step into this episode? 
Basically, there has been a lot of changes in my life recently, and I wasn't ready to talk about it for a while, but eh, not that I'm necessarily ready now, but I just feel like I want to put it out there now just because I've been getting a lot of questions, and as much as I'm not super ready to say this yet, and I'm not going to go too in-depth either just because no, no, no. I am not, I'm not there yet, nor do I feel like I want to. But basically, some of you have already been asking and kind of noticing, but I am no longer in my relationship. And that might be shocking to hear because I feel like, I don't know, I'm always shocked when I hear about couples who I follow online breaking up. And obviously, I know from the viewer standpoint, you obviously never see it coming. And I do want to preface this by saying nothing bad happened. It was not a hateful ending. We just have both gone our separate ways and I still have nothing but love for him. And it's definitely just sad. There's no hate or anything like that. So no need to do any detective work because nothing bad happened. We just are going our separate ways now. And I would say that's a pretty hefty life update (laughs) on my end. You know, this was a three-year long, three-and-a-half-year, I think, yeah, long relationship, and to be out of it now, it's so crazy. I'm not really going to talk about it that much. One, because I'm not ready to. I'm still processing and healing. I feel like the healing journey really has kind of just begun, and there's so much that I'm still going through obviously. I feel like when it comes to stuff like this, in an ideal world, you know, you get over it in a month, but let's be honest, that really typically doesn't happen. It's a sad process. It's a hard process. You know, there's so many different emotions and feelings, and it's just a really hard time. It's hard enough to go through a breakup in general. Breakups are one of the worst things in the world. They feel horrible, and it's never easy to go through one. It's just another story adding social media on top of that and adding other people's opinions on top of that. That's something that I've definitely been kind of scared of to talk about online just because I'm obviously opening myself up to not criticism, but I think like speculation and I don't know, this is definitely more of a private matter. I just wanted to preface this episode by saying that and letting you know that I am not in my relationship anymore. Maybe down the line, I will talk more about breakup stuff and I don't know, there's so much to unpack with that in itself, but I'm not really ready to do that yet. And I, I don't know, I'm, I, I could talk about it. I, it's, here's the thing. Sometimes there's a beauty to talking about things when you are still going through them. Because I feel like, you know, people who are also going through similar situations are like, holy shit, I'm not alone. And they can follow along through the process, which I think is a beautiful thing. And there's so many people online who I follow who, when they have gone through breakups, they really take people along the whole process of healing. And I commend them for that. But that's not something I really want to do. But I do think later down the road, I will definitely talk about it more and share more not share more about like the personal details because I will be keeping it personal but just about breakup stuff in general this is kind of my first breakup I have had like a breakup before but that was more of a situationship Ugh, that was honestly so freaking messy <laughs> and much different this was like my first breakup from a relationship relationship though but 
uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe technically I've gone through one before because the situation ship was pretty, that was grueling. That was literally the worst thing ever. Anyway, yeah, lots of changes are happening around here. Clearly that is a big change in my life to go from you know, being with someone for three years to now being single. I've like not been single as an adult. So I don't know. This is just all very new territory. I'm trying to navigate it along the way. And there's definitely a lot of ups, a lot of downs. I feel like, I don't know, when I wake up, I never know what kind of day it's going to be. Sometimes I wake up and I feel great and I have a good day and other days are the opposite. And I don't know, I've kind of just been learning to know that when I'm feeling super low and feeling super down, I tell myself these days and these feelings don't last. It will get better again. And then when I'm feeling good, I just tell myself to enjoy it. I feel like whenever you're healing from something, it doesn't even have to be from a breakup, but in general, there's always ebbs and flows and ups and downs. And I do think it's important to know. And I'm telling you this because I truly believe it. If you're going, I feel like everyone's going through something, you know, I feel like as that's part of life. There's always something that I feel like we all are going through. Maybe it's not a breakup, but maybe it's something else. I'm here to tell you that better days are ahead. I promise. Sometimes I know it feels like you're drowning and it's so overwhelming. You just don't even know what to do with yourself. Emotions are really hard to face, but better days are ahead. Baby steps still move you forward. And each day that you complete is an accomplishment because sometimes when times are rough, Getting through a day is an accomplishment. So anyway, this is like, uh, this is so weird to talk about on the internet. I can't believe I'm gonna post this because this is very personal and obviously I'm handling it privately. And like I said, I'm not gonna be talking about it a lot, but I'll still talk about it in general. Just not, you know, the details because that's just not something that I wanted to do. But anyway, the title of this podcast episode is When Life Gives You Lemons because I feel like I was given lemons and I'm not even making lemonade with it. I am making a whole different concoction. I initially thought I was going to be making lemonade, but clearly plans have been thrown off. (laughs) A lot has changed and my whole life kind of did a bit of a 180 now because this is just, like I said, completely new territory for me. And I don't know, it's definitely been weird figuring out what the future is going to look like because I thought it was going to look a completely different way. I thought the rest of this year was going to look completely different. You know, I had plans and ideas of how I thought it was going to go. And now all of that is kind of not ruined, but that's all going to change now. A big thing that's been really hard is mourning the future that I thought I was going to have. That's something really hard to let go of because as much as I've talked about before how I don't really plan for the future, you know, to a certain extent I did and I kind of had an idea of where I thought it was going to go and that just completely shifted. And so I had this idea and now I'm kind of mourning that because it's no longer going to look like that. And that's a really hard thing to process when you have something in your head, an idea of how things are going to go, and it changes. I feel like because of this, in so many ways, my life is shifting and changing. It's just such a big transition. It's such a big transition to go from being in a very serious, committed relationship to not. You know, you go to talking to someone every single day to suddenly you're just not, and suddenly this person is gone. And it's just such a weird thing 
to navigate because there's really no guidebook. You know, people have advice for breakups and stuff, but it just literally feels like the end of the world when you are actually living in it sometimes. Recently, there has just been such a shift in me because I feel like I'm in a self discovery era because obviously so many things are changing. I feel like a new woman in a lot of ways. And while that is exciting, obviously there's like a sad part to it because of like why it's happening, but I'm trying to look at it as an exciting thing. And I truly am excited to be in this chapter, even though it's really hard to flip the page on another one. And I'm still healing and processing and I don't know, I don't even know where my head's going, but I realize there is so much of myself I still have yet to discover. I am in my early 20s and there's still so much life for me to live, things for me to explore, things for me to experience, new experiences to be had, and it's exciting. It's scary, but it's exciting. You know, change is never easy. Sometimes it is a little easier than others, But in general, change can be very uncomfortable. But I do know that from change comes the most growth. And with this situation, I'm just trying to remind myself that everything you go through, you go through. And already, I feel like I've learned so many lessons, which is such a beautiful thing because I do feel like I've grown a lot since then. And, you know, things still hurt. But I do feel like I'm in this self-discovery era because I am just in a new phase of life right now. And before, especially when it initially happened, that just was horrible to me. I was like, I was happy with where I was. It was so comfortable. And getting thrown out of that, it's like, holy shit, who am I outside of my relationship? Not that I feel like I always had a pretty good sense of self-identity and It wasn't like all of my identity was in that relationship, but it still is a huge part of me that is gone now. And I'm just trying to look at this as an exciting thing for me. To be 21, I have so much ahead for me. I don't know what it holds yet. You know, now that my idea of the future is shifting and changing and I have no idea what the future is going to look like because now my plans are ruined. (laughs) You know, things are changing and I'm just trying to be excited about it and ready for it and just taking it day by day. So yeah, I'm in my self-discovery era. I feel like I've been learning a lot about myself recently, more than I have in a long time. And it's been exciting to discover new parts of myself, explore more of myself, and I don't know, keep on figuring out who I am and creating who I want to be. It's been an interesting process for sure, but that is something positive that's come out of all of this and you guys know me I really do try to find the positive in situations and sometimes it's hard to but I feel like in so many situations in life even when it feels like the end of the world there's probably at least one thing positive that is going to come out of it and usually that positive is an amazing lesson and like I said oh my gosh I'm in my education era clearly actually too because I have been learning lately about myself and about the world and my whatever (laughs) I'm in my education era. (laughs) That sounds so dramatic. Not even from school though, from own life experiences. So speaking back to when life gives you lemons, let me talk about the lemons (laughs) in this situation. So lately, I don't even know if that made sense. Lately, I feel like 
I have been saying yes to more and I've been pouring more into myself and my friendships. And that's definitely something that I needed to do because it's so easy to sit in sadness sometimes. And, you know, I still obviously have my moments and I'm not always around people. I'm not always trying to distract myself. But I think for a while I have been really wanting to invest more into my friendships, more time and energy into my friendships. And now that this happened, I have so much time to do that. And it's been so nice to build on friendships I already had and make those stronger and even create new ones and build new friendships with new people. And that's something I never used to do before. And had this not happened, I don't know if I would have done that. And this is a beautiful thing that has come out of this because I remember, I think it was at the beginning of this year, one of my main goals was to be open to new friendships because for so long, I feel like I was very closed off. I didn't really have much interest in opening myself up to new friendships and experiences. A lot of that stemmed from me being socially anxious about that type of stuff, but I have been pushing through that and this is probably the most outgoing I've ever been, which is crazy. I never, like I never thought I would get here and friendships are so, so important and I realize that more and more as time goes on. I always knew friendships were important, but I didn't really have much of a sense of community, I feel like. I maybe had one or two really close friends and I was always like, okay, I can kind of just like settle with this. Especially when you're in a relationship, you are just so comfortable being with your, the person you're in a relationship and they become your best friend that it's almost like, okay, well, I don't need to really hang out with other people because I just want to hang out with this person, which is not a bad thing. Some people do find a really great balance of relationship time, friendship time, and I was starting to find that, but now I have all the time in the world to invest into my friendships again, and that's been really fulfilling to me to have close friends and new friends and experience new things. I've also been pouring more into myself and I feel like I've had more time to work on things that I've wanted to work on more than ever before because obviously (laughs) there's a lot more free time that I have now and a big part of that time has been me working on Sunglow which is the brand I just started that has been taking up so much time and in a way it's been nice to have that as a distraction but it's also such a big passion project that i have been so excited about for so long so that's something that has been really good for me is working on my businesses and working on myself working towards my goals not that you can't do this in a relationship that's not what i'm saying but obviously this is just the situation that i am in right now i'm not saying you can't do all this when you're in a relationship because you can and going back to me saying yes to more things I feel like before I would always come up with excuses why I couldn't hang out, why I couldn't do something with a friend or whatever it was. And this wasn't because I didn't, well, I guess it was because I didn't want to hang out, but I was kind of just in my alone era. Even sometimes when like you're with your partner, you feel it doesn't like count as hanging out with someone because it's different because you're in a relationship with them, whatever. I don't know if that makes sense, but So many times someone would try to make plans with me and I just, I don't know what it was. A part of me was also really anxious about doing new things and whatever it was. But nowadays I have been not even, at first it was, I had to force myself to say yes. Not because these weren't people I didn't want to hang out with, but 
you know, for some reason, that's just how my brain was. I feel like my innate nature is to question if I want to do something fun and exciting and go out and whatever, make plans with someone. My first instinct is like, "Mm, no, stay in. And I'm trying to retrain myself because first of all, I think staying in is great and needed sometimes, but I also took that to the extreme and never did stuff with friends. But now I am getting to the point where I'm just like, you know what? I need to start saying yes to more because ultimately, why would I not? (laughs) You know, like I want to experience new things and I want to build on my friendships and gain new experiences. And that's only going to happen if I start saying yes. So you guys are going to be proud of me for this one. But a newer friend of mine asked me on a trip. And when I got this text, she was inviting me to come travel with her and go to this fun place that I've never been with her. And my first instinct, because I don't know, this is just how I've been for so long. My first instinct was to literally come up with an excuse for why I shouldn't. And then I stopped myself and I was like, why would you not go? Like, yes, innately, I feel like I am kind of, eh, not even kind of, I love to be home. I love my routines. I love my day-to-day. I love the comfort of being where I am and being at home and, you know, the mundaneness and simpleness to it. I love it. And sometimes it stops me from getting out of that. But I was like, you know what? Why would I not say yes? This is such a cool opportunity. It's probably going to be so much fun. And so I told her yes. And in a few days, I am leaving on a trip to two new places that I have never visited before, which is so out of my comfort zone. It's also with a friend who's a little bit on the newer side. We recently got close and I don't know, this is just, I feel like me at the beginning of the year would be so proud of me because this is was one of my biggest goals to say yes to more things, get new experiences and build on friendships. And I feel like that is what I'm doing. And I don't think me a few months ago would have said yes to something like this. So I'm just feeling really proud of myself for that. Like I said, little wins. I just want to work on saying yes to more things. Obviously, within boundaries, of course, because I think saying no is obviously a very powerful thing too. But I feel like for me and the type of person I am, I tend to say no to things just because uh, that's just how I am. And I don't know, I want to change that up a little bit. So I'm starting to say yes more, which is very exciting. Another thing that has been really weird and crazy is I actually feel like I'm living alone now. And you're probably like, Ava, didn't you move out in January? Yes. So it's been seven months of me living alone, but only recently do I feel like, holy shit, I am actually living alone now. Because when I was in my relationship, this person was over a lot. And not that I would constantly have company between that and friends that would sleep over and stay over. But I feel like most weeks I was with someone. Someone was here more than someone was not. I would maybe have two to three days fully alone. And the other days were filled with maybe a friend and then my relationship. So now that that is gone, I fully feel like I live alone now. And that was something I was really scared about because I was like, holy shit, that was such an emotional crutch for me, which I'm so grateful for because it definitely made the transition to living alone smooth, having that rock. But now I was like, okay, I need to be my own rock. You know, I can't lean on someone else for all this emotional support now. And that's also been something that's like, holy shit, I need to rely on myself. I need to be there for myself. I need to show up for myself. And at first I was really scared about the transition of 
I'm actually alone now. And you know what? It's been a little bit now and I'm really proud of myself for how I've been taking care of myself because I was initially so worried. I'm getting through it day by day. Here I am. Yes, my apartment is messy as shit, but (laughs) it's usually not. It's just, it's been a couple crazy few days. I'll say that. Alongside of feeling like I truly live alone now is I feel like I am truly finding independence. And that's also something I wrote in my 2022 goals at the beginning of this year. I wanted to gain independence and fully feel I guess like self-sufficient and independent, I guess would be the words I would use. And it's funny because I knew I was moving out. And so I was like, you know what? When I move out, that means I'm automatically going to find my independence. And I definitely did when I did move out. A lot of independence came with that. But now that has a whole new meaning to me because I'm like, wow, I only have me. And when I say that, obviously I have amazing family and friends who I can lean on. But like I said, my relationship was such a big crutch for me, which I'm so grateful for. I'll always be so grateful for that. But now I rely on myself and I feel like lately I am truly feeling so independent. I'm like, wow, I can take care of myself and thrive. Like if I can do this, I feel like I can do anything now. So yeah, just a lot of self-discovery recently. I feel like this is just the start of it too. Obviously it's still pretty fresh, but I know there's still so many lessons to learn, more healing to do, but also more self-discovery and more experiences and new things and new people. And yes, it's scary, but I'm just trying to look at the exciting parts of it because I don't want to focus on, holy shit, that is actually so scary. Like my life just did a 180, you know? I want to focus on the good parts. So that's what I've been trying to do recently. This is kind of random, but if you're going through something right now, and say you don't feel like you're ready to talk to someone about it or it's not something you feel comfortable sharing with anyone in your life and maybe you don't go to therapy. Something that has really helped me when I have tons of thoughts in my head and it gets very overwhelming and I don't feel like talking to someone about it, writing in a journal has been so nice. Also, writing in your phone notes app will do the trick as well if you're not a journal person. Or I saw someone doing this, but they basically on their phone or on the computer, you can just do a monologue. If you have all these thoughts in your head and nowhere for them to go, don't let them rot in your head. Put them somewhere, whether it's on the pages, in your notes app, in a little video. You never have to share it with anyone, obviously, but... I feel like when you keep emotions and things internal, they just build and fester and they grow to be something even worse. I think expressing your feelings is really important and powerful and good to do. Sometimes you don't want to express those to people, which is totally fine. And trust me, I get that. So I don't know. That's just kind of a random tip I wanted to share. Not even if you're just going through a breakup, but if you're going through something in general, I feel like that's something that has really helped me lately. Another random thing that applies to if you're going through something tough right now is honestly going on drives and blasting music. It has been so therapeutic for me. When the music is loud, you can't hear your thoughts and sometimes I feel like music just transports you to another dimension. Obviously, if you're going to listen to music and drive, please drive safe. But that is something that has been really nice for me. Sometimes I'll literally just to get out of the house, out of my apartment and get a change of scenery. I will literally go on a drive just to blast music. It really uplifts my mood. 
So I wanted to share that as well. This isn't really an advice episode, but I don't know. I just wanted to share those two things. I think that's all I have to say though. I am definitely scared to post this and I do want to add, this doesn't mean that love isn't real. (laughs) I don't believe love isn't real. I still obviously still fully believe that. And I don't know. I just say that because sometimes, and I'm scared to get comments like this because when I have seen people on the internet break up and I read the comments, there's so many that are like, I don't believe in love anymore. Love doesn't exist because they broke up. And I don't know. I don't want people to ever think that just because someone you see online in their relationship, they broke up because no, love is still very real. And yeah, I don't know. There's so many worries I have with sharing something as personal as this because I do want to keep it private, but I also did want to tell you guys, I don't know. You know what? I just have to post this and not turn back, but I do want to say thank you for listening to all of my thoughts. I know it went some crazy places. Uh, (laughs) uh, Essentially, this episode had no flow, so I'm so sorry. You know what? No, I need to stop apologizing for things. I'm not sorry, okay? But thank you for listening. If you stayed to the end, I appreciate you. And day by day, step by step, we will get through it. And good days are always ahead. Yeah, this was interesting. It is now 1.40 a.m. Not that I have a bedtime. I go, because I make the rules, bitch. (laughs) This is my household. Not that I have a bedtime, but it is past my bedtime. So I'm gonna hit the hay, hit the sheets, whatever. I don't even know. I am so tired. I'm getting to the point of delusion and I don't wanna scare you with, I don't wanna scare you with that (laughs) because yeah. Okay, I'm gonna shut up now. Anyway, thank you for listening to all the thoughts, all of the things (laughs) on my mind.